Welcome to the Dating Kinky Podcast, a cast about love, sex, romance, and kink. I told you yesterday in my Throwback Thursday podcast that I would be writing about what I need from my partner today. What I did not tell you is how hard it would be to write this out, to put it into words, because I'm not sure I have the words, which is probably why it took me years to write this. But research coming out over the last 20 years suggests that for most humans, the need to connect with other humans in deep and meaningful ways is a core human need, as important as food and shelter. It's how our brains have evolved over time. Those of our ancestors who gathered into social groups and shared resources survived while others did not, leaving us with a more specialized brain focused on human connection. And most of us want that. We crave it. And when we don't have it, life is less than. Now, you may be different from the norm. You may want or need multiple romantic partners. You may want one romantic partner, but also be fiercely independent and not ever want to live together. Your strongest feelings may arise from power exchange relationships where one partner has authority over another. You may be aromantic and not feel typical romantic love. You may be traumatized and find it deeply difficult to connect with others. You may enjoy many shorter, less deep, fleeting connections focused on the physical. You may prefer a lifetime bestie who is there through thick and thin without sex or romance. Any and all of this is okay. Whatever your desires and needs for connection, they can be met in potentially thousands of different ways. And today... I got a lot deeper than I thought I was going to when I had the hubris to declare what I'd be sharing. I don't need a partner. Neither do you, I bet. I spent 34 years of my life being pretty disconnected from the rest of the world. I always felt like an outsider. I could make friends when I played my cards right and was intentional about it, but it was difficult for me. And when I relaxed they would drift away because I didn't have the same instinct that others did to know what to do in social situations. And it sucked. But I often didn't realize that it sucked because I lived an amazing life. I traveled the U.S. and overseas. I hitchhiked across the country. I joined the carnival. I learned to cook. I explored new computer technology. I trained humans in the corporate world. I wrote my first book and started my own business. I taught fashion design and sewing online. And in all of this, I met someone, I did the love thing, and I married. And even then, I felt disconnected. Like the world outside of me all understood something about being human that I did not, that I could only go through the motions. And maybe, I thought, everyone else was disconnected too, and they were just 
better at pretending than I was. Some were. Most, though, were better at connecting than I was because the vast majority of humans fall within those norms and I don't. I have EDD, Empathy Deficit Disorder, originally diagnosed as ASPD, Antisocial Personality Disorder. My brain doesn't naturally empathize with others. And therefore, I'm lacking one of the major senses that people use to create strong connections with others. Lacking empathy made it difficult for me to understand that others felt differently and actually experienced people's emotions through feeling them in their own mind and body. Because, of course, it takes empathy to do that. (laughs) Then at 34 in 2007, I was diagnosed. And I realized that I didn't just feel different, that I was different. It was a revelation. Now I had something to research something to learn, something to overcome. Since I've been pretty staunchly against drugs, and I include medicine in that category because my body tends to process it differently and it goes haywire in ways that doctors don't expect, I refused the usual treatment for psychopathy and chose my own path. And I've been on that path for years, in public even. In 2008, I started blogging online, mostly in Yahoo 360. In 2009, I started writing off and on on FetLife and have grown there in front of the world and everyone. Yesterday, in my Throwback Thursday podcast, I shared a piece I wrote in 2015 about need and how I was changing my mind about needing other humans in my life. In case you haven't done the math, that's eight years after I started my journey. It's also about two years after I met his hotness, my nesting partner. And I began to realize that while I don't need another human to make my way through the world, especially one specific other human, the way love stories always suggested, I did want that partner. More, I needed that partner and what they brought to the table to be a better version of me. One that I loved a hell of a lot more than I loved the me before, who was disconnected and bewildered about it. I personally needed that partner that I loved and cared deeply about to inspire my efforts to be more than I was. Because I was fine. But he showed me that there was so much more than fine to enjoy. He confirmed my deep suspicions that there was more to life than what I was experiencing. And he convinced me I could have it just by being who he was and giving of himself in ways I'd never experienced before. And as I grew and learned from him, and yes, he has grown and learned from me as well, I realized, as I said in 2015, that I did need him not to survive, not even to thrive, because others could have sparked that in me as 
Many have over the years now that I'm open to that. But to be exactly who he is in my life, to expand my experiences with his particular brand of love and lust for life, and to be the person who shows me more pleasure than I've ever found on my own before him, brings surprise into my life, and sometimes in ways I am not happy about, makes me feel special and significant for being exactly who I am, even as I grow and change, connects with me in love and friendship and sexuality, inspires me to grow to always be better for him and for us, allows me to give all of this back to him as well. Did you know, for example, that I don't like masturbation? I am not morally or ethically against it. In fact, I used to like it quite a lot because I could get myself off in ways that others couldn't. Now I don't like it, even though I can still get myself off. Because there's no connection. My brain has been rewired. I always prefer another human getting me off in their weird and wonderful ways. And not just prefer it, but vastly prefer it to the point where masturbation for me now is sort of like housekeeping or maintenance. It's done when I'm alone with a plan to release tension and get some sleep. And no more. Like taking a sleeping pill without the side effects. (laughs) And in my case, the side effects of most sleeping pills is that they keep me wide awake, so not useful. I don't need a partner to get off. I need a partner to get off and feel connected. The fact of the matter is, I don't need a partner. Not to survive, not to live, not to grow, not even to be happy, not to explore the world, not to make friends, not to pursue hobbies, not to do crazy, kinky, pervy things. But I need a partner for that specific feeling of connection that fills me up. I need a partner to be that mirror that reflects me back to myself honestly and with love. I need a partner to inspire me in ways that I would never even dream of on my own. I need a partner to share experiences with and to see through their eyes a different experience that is just as beautiful and valid. I need a partner to validate me in ways that I cannot validate myself and to be someone I can also validate and lift up. I need a partner to teach me how to love at least one human through all their flaws and despite their perfections. And yes, I do mean it exactly that way. I need a partner to practice my empathy with and to understand why it's important every damn day as our relationship grows and deepens and thrives. I have discovered that I also don't need multiple partners, but I want them. I enjoy them. They all bring something to my life I do not experience without them in it. I learn and grow from those experiences, and I have needed every single one of them to become the person I am today, someone I love dearly and look forward to spending the rest of my life with. You don't 
need a partner either, I bet. But I'd guess that you also have that need for connection, whatever it looks like inside you. And I'd also guess that you have your own list of psychological bits and bobs that a partner or multiple partners could add to your life. Furthermore, I'd also bet that you, like me, crave being someone who can offer those things to others in your life, to be the partner that they need in their life at that time to grow and love in ways that they never expected and could not experience on their own. Or maybe not. After all, we're all different. Which is exactly what I have grown to love about finding and exploring connection. What are your thoughts? Do you need a partner? What do you need from a partner? What do you need to provide a partner? Or perhaps you are more inclined towards solitude. Also, very okay, obviously. We are not all born with the same needs and desires. Thank you for joining me today. If you love this episode, please share it with others who would enjoy it. And please do join me on our new apps available in the Google Play and Apple App Stores. Dating Kinky, it's built by Kingsters for Kingsters, Polly, Queer, Trans folk, and anyone not quite vanilla. And it's free. Find me on FetLife as Nookie Notes and on Twitter, Pinterest, YouTube, Facebook, and Medium as Dating Kinky. We're on Instagram as Dating Kinky Official, all one word. Also find me in the new Moan app in beta for iPhone. I'm Miss Nookie there. T-H-E-M-O-N-A-P-P dot com. Have a kinky day, and I'll catch you next episode.